You've lived a great life and done well for yourself. But what mark will you leave on the world? How will you inspire future generations? Stan Miller and Katie Beth Hand have helped thousands of people answer exactly those questions. If you've ever wondered, what will be my legacy? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Your Life, Your Legacy podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Stan and Katie Beth. Well, good morning, everyone. We are so excited to have you back with us. This is the Your Life, Your Legacy podcast with your hosts, Stan Miller and Katie Beth Hand. This morning, our guest is Bill Cates from Referral Coach International. Bill, it's so great to have you on the show with us. Hey, it's great to be with you guys. Thank you. Absolutely. So, Bill, kick us off. Tell us just a little bit about what it is that you do through your company, Referral Coach International. What services do you offer and what products do you provide? Walk us through a little bit about what it is that you do. Well, essentially, I help professionals such as attorneys, financial advisors. For 30 years, I've been helping them grow their business through referrals, through introductions, through more compelling, effective messaging. And uh, essentially, the referral process, it works from borrowed trust. That'll get your foot in the door. And if you have the right kind of messaging and the right way to talk about your value, then that will keep the process going and hopefully help you win the new client if it's a good match. So I've been doing this through coaching, through speaking. So we have video-based training online. Uh, I've written a number of books on the topic, a lot of different ways to tap into what I've been doing. That's great. Tell us a little bit about, in particular, the relationship marketing system that you have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are touting using social media and social. uh, The term is kind of on the light side, if you will. It's not so much social anymore in a lot of cases. I had one guy interviewed for my own podcast called LinkedIn, the new cold calling because you know, you can make cold messages out to people and it's not so social. So the bottom line is I I look for the warmest path, the path of least resistance to build our business. So whether we're trying to go after a new market, we're trying to move up market in terms of the level of clients we're trying to serve, going after a niche of any kind, whatever it is, what is the warmest way to approach that? So I was coaching a guy uh, earlier this week and He's got this this email campaign he's working on, and he's got this mailing postcard campaign working on. And I said, look, I'm not going to tell you to stop doing this, and I want to see how you're talking about what you do, but how does someone prefer to meet you? Do they want to meet you through an email campaign? Do they want to meet you through a you know postcard that comes in their mailbox? No, they want to meet you through someone else they know, someone else they trust. And so my last book, Radical Relevance, talks about the rules of relevance. And the, the number one rule is the easiest way, the fastest way to become relevant with someone who doesn't know you is to be introduced by someone they already trust. And so that's what I mean by relationship marketing. What relationships do you have in place? What are the warmest, the easiest path, the, the path of least resistance for your prospects and clients, as well as generally the, the path of least resistance for yourself? And so it could be referrals, introductions, could be social events with clients, appreciation events. There's a lot of different ways to use the principles, but that's the essence. That's great. Stan, I know you're brimming with questions. Why don't you jump <laughs> in and ask Bill a few things that are on your mind? 
please. Well, one of the things that really struck me just on your website and your messaging is this idea that that you don't have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to build to build a network, right? I mean, I was really attracted to the idea that 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 the techniques that you teach don't necessarily require shoveling money at it, right? And mm-hmm. so, and I think that's a that seems to be almost a common myth these days, right? That you have to spend a lot of money to to create brand awareness. Well, yeah, and I, I will say it depends a little bit. Uh, in that, when you're first starting out, for instance, and most people listening to this aren't first starting out, but if you are, or you have, you know, a junior. Uh, attorney, attorney, a junior uh, advisor, then sometimes you do have to take advantage of some of those things. Sometimes you have to start out by buying some leads or by doing some other ways to stir the pot. Certainly going to networking going to events network. doesn't cost a lot of money, costs a little money maybe. So there's some things you need to do, but eventually you want to wean yourself away from all that and build a robust, very successful business or practice using word of mouth, using referrals, using introductions. Those don't cost anything other than maybe a little thank you gift. And you might want to spend a little bit of money on that. But, you know, what does it cost for referral and introduction? Pretty much nothing. Usually a little courage <laughs> in maybe bringing it up in the first place. But the, I, I see that not as a cost, more of an as an investment. <laughs> so in your in your coaching program, you know, I'm not asking you to share all of your secrets here. I, I mean, this is just- uh, a, I'm an open book. I'll share whatever well, you need. <laughs> well, you know, I, I mean, I, I know you spent a long- you spent a lot of time developing and honing the technology of how, how did you do this, but I'm assuming that underneath all this, there's kind of a system, a thought process that that's replicatable, that's teachable. Yeah. So the first, we kind of covered the first part in, in that it's a mindset of warmest path of least resistance, relationship oriented. So it really does start with a mindset of, a, of growing through the relationship of also multiplying our best clients. Right? How do we multiply the best folks that we have? That's what we client multiplication. So it starts with that mindset. And then I'll give you three words that, that really summarize most of the rest of the system. And that is engagement. We want to create client engagement. That be- means becoming more referable in their eyes, creating a, a value connection, a personal connection. And then we want to leverage that. That could be promoting introductions. It could be asking for introductions to p- specific people or categories of people. And then Connection, which means getting introduced, getting connected. It's just, you know, the old referred lead, call George, use my name. Well, George doesn't pick up his phone anymore if he doesn't know who's calling and and wonder why his friend gave his name out to this person, right? So that's not how people want to meet us. They want to hear from someone they trust first. Now, it doesn't mean that that client has to talk to them. It could be just a simple email handshake, you know, Stan, meet Katie, Katie meets Stan through an email. But nonetheless, we want to get connected. We know we need to get connected. And if we use the principles of engagement with this new prospect, then that wheel just keeps spinning. Engagement, leverage, connection, engagement, leverage, connection. And we truly can create an unlimited flow of good quality prospective clients into our world and with the right messaging, convert them into into new clients. So that's that's the essence of the system. That was one thing I... Go ahead, Stan. No, no, okay, I'm good. That was one thing I really liked about what you say on your website, Bill, is that your goal is not just a client referral, but you coined the term right fit. It needs to be the right fit client. And I do think that uh, ha- going through your system, it sounds like that helps ensure that you're not just getting referrals, but you're getting referrals that are people that are actually a good fit for your 
um, advisor or for your for your estate planning attorney for your firm. Yeah, as long as you're purposeful in that regard, uh, someone brand new, you know, gosh, if the prospect fogs a mirror, if they're breathing, they might talk to them because they need activity, they need practice. But eventually, again, we get away from that. We want the ones that fit our business. And the way I think of it is if a prospect isn't right for us, meaning if they're not going to help us do the work we love to do, take our business in the direction we'd like to take it, then we're not the right person for them. We're not the right attorney or advisor for them. And it's got to be win-win situations. Now, we may have a relationship with someone else, either on our team or someone else we know that we can introduce them to so they get their needs taken care of. But we don't necessarily have to be doing the work or should be doing the work that aren't that isn't a good match for us. And a lot of people, I think mistakenly, often will take on a new client because they were referred, introduced to them by someone else, just kind of out of fear of hurting the potential, you know, more referrals from that person. So it's important uh, if we want to work with just right fit clients that we educate our clients, our centers of influence, whomever, with who we serve the best, for whom we do our best work, and how we'd handle it, what it would look like. And uh, so they know if they send someone our way, we may or may not do the work with them. They're not too tied to it. They just think that person should be exposed to the work that we do. And, and so that way, it makes it a little easier for everybody. So Bill, I, you know, you've touched on this a bit already, but um, tell me just uh, looking at uh, at, at newbies, at amateurs, people who who want to build their business, what are some? What are two or three of the bigger mistakes you see people making? Well, boy, there's a lot. Uh, <laughs> so the the one of the first things is making the whole process a little too much about them and not the prospect. And here's what I mean by this: if you look at Certain movies uh, like Star Wars, for instance, use what they call the hero's journey. And so the hero in in, uh, Star Wars is uh, especially the the initial ones that came out, Luke Skywalker, right? He's the hero. And then he confronts a villain, Darth Vader. And then he finds a guide, Yoda, the guide was, to help him battle the villain, right? So we have to understand that we, the attorney, the advisor, we're not the hero. We're the guide. We're the Yoda to our client who is the hero. They want to be the hero of their own story. So where you see a lot of folks leading with their credentials, leading with their wisdom, their experience, that you know, all of that, their client list, you name it. That's not the way we want to approach new prospects. I'm not saying that's that isn't important. I'm not saying that people don't want to know that we have the credentials, the experience to serve them. They do. But first, we got to draw them in with a more empathetic message, understanding that we we get a sense of them and where they are and what their concerns are and what their fears are. So that's that's one thing that you know someone who's new or even someone who's been doing this for twenty years falls into this trap, where we talk about what we know, which is ourselves, <laughs> and we rarely make it about the the prospect as much as we could. So that's one mistake. I guess the other one is just thinking that you have to wait a long time to become referable in a relationship. And the truth is you don't. Sometimes you can provide some value very quickly, even before someone becomes a client. You can teach, educate, keep them from making a bad mistake, uh, help them recognize an opportunity that may or may not even need your help, right? We can bring value very quickly. And therefore, people they know should at least know about us. They should at least be aware of what we do 
and for whom we do it, et cetera. Uh, we're not look, we're not asking them to say, Hey, who, who else can we help with this work? Cause they may not know whether that person needs the work we're doing for them. And the work we do for them may be different than what we do for their friend, but that friend, that colleague should at least know about us. They should be aware of us. And then we help people make educated decisions that are in their best interest. And so not waiting so long to, to be appropriately proactive with this. So that's a couple of things that come to mind. Well, those are pretty useful things to know. I'm curious about your, your business model. I know you've written all these books. You have all this video content. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you work? When, some, when somebody engages you or your company, what does that look like? Or what are the different variations of what that could look like? Sure. Well, the first thing I want to make sure uh, by talking with that individual or group that it, it, it makes sense, that it's a fit. I, I, I never want to take on any type of client that I don't feel I can do a great job for and that they're ready, willing, and able to do the things that we're going to do together. You know, Occasionally, I, I have turned down clients. doesn't seem to be a good match on one side or the other. Uh, so we do that first. And then, uh, then we de- it depends a little bit. So for instance, we have video-based training. Some of our clients will just, just kind of do it themselves. They'll go through our videos. Uh, I might be there for some light coaching a little bit along the way. Some want a more robust relationship where they're using the videos as the core of our process and what we teach. And then we have a lot of coaching on top of that. And that's, co- of course, for the implementation, a little bit of learning too, but also the implementation. Sometimes it's just the accountability of knowing they're going to talk to me. They just kind of make sure they get the job done. Uh, to be ready for that call. A lot of groups will bring me in to speak, of course, in person sometimes. Uh, these days, a lot more virtual, but we still do the in-person as well. So it's it's often a hybrid. Sometimes it's a little bit of all of that gets mixed up in the in, mixed up. It's mixed into, I should say, the relationship. Hope, hopefully not mixed up. And you know, my most of my relationships with most of my clients aren't super duper long-term. I'm not looking for three, four-year relationships necessarily. I mean, if if there's value and we, it makes sense, of course. But usually, there's they have a need. They want to get more of a mindset. They want to start having a process in place, and we help them build that culture. And then they give them the tools to sustain the culture on their own, so they're self-sufficient in this regard. And then they occasionally bring me back for a little refresher. One one more thing that's kind of fun that happens sometimes is. I'll get calls from managing partners and folks who say, Bill, you know, we've been talking about this or everyone's read your book or whatever. We need a little dose of Uncle Bill. And and what that means is sometimes a managing partner or other people have been talking about some of the things I talk about. Everyone kind of knows about it, but they need to hear it from the source. For instance, when my daughter was learning to drive, and Suzanne had to come in and finish up the task, right? There's that dynamic between parent and child. Well, that's kind of what they mean by bringing in Uncle Bill to deliver something everyone kind of knows to some degree already, but to refresh it and from the source. <laughs> so I'm getting that when that when 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 a firm or individuals work with you with your firm, they're really working with you. You're you're the you're the guy, right? In a lot of cases, yes, not all cases. I, I do have a couple of other coaches and we, we make the right match. So yeah, they can get me and, and that's fine. I love it. Uh, I have a couple other folks that if their experience is more suited to the client, if they can bring something that maybe I can't bring, we'll use them or the two of us may work together a little bit. So 
not always me, but I am very available and I do a lot of it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you, how long have you been doing this bill? Uh, about 30 years. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, that's more than a quarter century. It's a long time. Yeah. It, it, framed that way. It does sound like a long time. Doesn't it? <laughs> it does. <doesn't> it? <laughs> what, uh, what would you say looking back over your career? Uh, mm-hmm. What would you, what would you say is your own personal legacy? Wow. That's, that's a, that's a heavy question. Um, well, I, I waited for a minute, you know, to ask that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I could, I think I can answer it. What I know about the work that the people listening to this do has a ripple effect, meaning whether it's an attorney or an advisor, you're helping an individual that has a ripple effect on other people in the family, has a uh, ripple effect on the legacy of you know family after family after family, has a ripple effect on the employees of a business and then their families, right? So there's a ripple effect to the work that my audience, if you will, my clients do. And I know that, 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 and I teach my staff this, whenever we do our retreats, we always remind this, that when we help attorneys, advisors reach more clients, then we're participating in that ripple effect. And so that really is, is my legacy and, and the legacy of the company, because I believe that everyone should have their financial house in order. They should have their estate planning in order. They should have financial planning in place. All of that should be there and and constantly renewed when when appropriate. And so because that's such important work, I've enjoyed being part of that, even if not directly. Um, and I, I've got a, 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 at least a, a couple more books in me. I know one I'm going to start writing fairly soon. And I've decided that I want to give all the royalties, all the revenue, I should say, from that book. I'm going to attach myself to some sort of a foundation that does financial literacy, financial education. It gives everyone the basics that they need to know about this sort of thing to create financial dignity and, and, and help other people create wealth, whatever wealth means to them. So, yeah, that's my legacy, if you will. Well, I, I totally connect with what you're saying. And, and I've given a pretty similar speech myself, you know, on a, on a number, number of occasions. And it is it clearly is about more than money. It is about money, but it's about I mean, it is about money because that's where, you know, financial security, your ability to put food on the table and do the things you want to do comes mm-hmm. from. But but once you have that, then you really do have to move up to you know, Maslow's pyramid to things that matter, matter more for sure. Yeah. What, I mean, money, one thing that money does is a lot. Obviously we live in a world where we, where it's, it's just integral to whatever we do. I mean, money intersects every aspect of our life and it, one thing it does, one of many is it helps us with more choices sometimes, right? It, it quote unquote buys us choices that we might not have if we didn't have that. And that's usually a good thing. Yeah, education, travel, uh, you know, expanded relationships, all those things. So, so Bill, if if somebody wanted to get uh, get in contact with you, what's the best way to do that? Sure. Well, uh, a few things. Uh, my website is referralcoach.com, referralcoach.com. My email is Bill Gates, not Bill Gates. We we missed it by one letter and a few billion bucks. Uh, Bill Gates <laughs> at referralcoach.com. 
And then I have a, a, a complimentary report, a guide, if people would like to you know, tap into what I do in a, in a free, easy way, just go to exponentialgrowthguide.com, exponentialgrowthguide.com. And it kind of encompasses a lot that I've been doing around referrals and introductions with some of my newer work around value proposition. And it's a nice glimpse into it. And I think people will find it helpful as well. Yeah, terrific. Katie? That's great. All of my questions are answered for you, Bill, and I, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today. Is there anything else that we didn't cover that you would like to tell our listeners? Uh, no, the only other thing is, look, you know, whatever we accomplish in life, business, it, it all pretty much boils down to confidence, how we feel confident about something, and maybe clarity and confidence, right? When when we feel clear about the next step, then we can usually be confident about the next step. So that's what I help my clients do. And that's what I encourage people to do, to find coaching, find study groups, find other people, because sometimes we can get clear on our own. But most of the time, as my friend says, it's hard to see your picture when you're in the frame. And so just to reach out to others like you guys, me, others out there that can help you get clear and then confident, learn a process, practice it. And, and that's what will take it to the next level is, is the clarity and the confidence. Clarity and confidence. I love that. Well, thank you so much, everyone. You've been listening to the Your Life, Your Legacy podcast with your favorite hosts, Stan Miller and Katie Beth Hand. Our guest today was Bill Cates. You can find out more about what Bill does on his website, referralcoach.com. And we'll also link additional information in our show notes. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Your Life, Your Legacy podcast with Stan Miller and Katie Beth Hand. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. To find out more about Stan and Katie Beth, go to PinnacleLegacyLaw.com. You can also find links in the show notes.